Time for promotions here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast show. Before you listen to the next newest episode, going to start with my daughter in Atlanta, Georgia, more specifically Jonesboro, Georgia. Nails by Imani, the best nail technician inside or outside the 285 perimeter. 258 South Main Street, Suite F, Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236 is the physical address to where she works at. You can Google her and find her on Facebook as well as Instagram. You can also find the missus on Instagram as well. The online beauty boutique is the website and the business Facebook page is Forest Crafts and Custom Designs. Once again, Forest Crafts and Custom Designs, two R's in the name Forest, just like the Washington Commander's safety, Derek Forest, but no relation to this lineage of forces. And the email address, once again, is forestcraftsdesigns at gmail.com. You can find Arigato Joey wherever you listen to music. He is on Pandora as well, and I am on Pandora as well, but that is Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. And for me, the Prophets Picks, that is the Prophets Picks 2019. Twitter handle at Prophets underscore picks. No special characters or apostrophes, just the underscore before you type in picks. That's the Twitter handle. The Gmail is the Prophets Picks at gmail.com. And once again, Instagram at the Prophets Picks 2019. I'm everywhere as well as you too. This show coming up next, you can find it there. Have a great night, everyone, and stay tuned. New episode right now. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. And yes, it is time once again for the off-season segment of shows or the off-season phase of shows. And originally, I was going to start the first phase of the off-season phase of the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Next week, going into the beginning of not just my birthday month, but my anniversary month, which is March. But I said, you know what? I'm not going to start next week. I'm not going to start the final two days of February, which is Monday the 27th and the 28th. I am going to start right now. Why put off what you can do today? Tomorrow. Why put off tomorrow what you can get done today? There, I said it right. And with that being said, phase one of the offseason is season review shows. 
I will, in fact, go through all 32 NFL franchises for phase one of the offseason. And I started it during the pandemic a few years ago when the podcast show first started. The Prophet Speaks Football podcast offseason shows phase one is once again season review shows. I will give you a review of the team with the worst win-loss record in the NFL, and I will work my way with the team that lost the Super Bowl. We all know Philadelphia Eagles, an amazing season. And of course, I will end with the team that won the Super Bowl, team that I was rooting for to win the football game. And of course, we all know I picked the Eagles to win 27 to 24. Black History Month, either way, win, win. African-American quarterbacks leading both teams, leading both of their franchises to a 14-3 record. And, of course, to the Super Bowl in Arizona. Arizona's first Super Bowl since they hosted the Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks. And, once again, this is 2022 season review shows on a February 18th, 2023 day, a Saturday Overcast skies, 55 degrees, cool outside, but yet and still the sun has made an appearance here and there. A beautiful, quiet, peaceful Saturday afternoon. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding. I'm just so happy right now where things are and where they are going and where I see them headed. God has been so good and um, I hope everyone out there is enjoying their Saturday afternoon, whichever time zone you are in. Speaking of time zones, it is 3.12 p.m. Atlantic Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. Good afternoon. Welcome to phase one of the Prophets Picks off-season podcast shows, the season review shows. And on today, um, on Saturday, uh, February 18, 2023, I am going to talk to you about, yes, the team that had the worst record in the NFL. Because they didn't have a tie like Houston. Houston finished the year 313-1. The Bears' worst record in the NFL this past season. They finished 3-14, and 14, no ties, with a win percentage of a poultry .176. And once again, day by day, depending on how things go, and things are going a heck of a lot easier now, that I've made the decision that I have made. Thank God that I had enough courage and enough fearlessness to make it. Everything is great. They are a lot better at this point in time this year than they were at this point in time last year. And as I say every single podcast show, there are things that I want, but I have everything that I need. And I thank God for that. God is the reason why I have everything that I need. He's my sole source and sole supplier. And I'm thanking God for where I am and where my family is right now. Of course, there are things that we need, right? Of course, there are things that we want. But at the end of the day, I can't complain about anything. I have so much peace in my life right now. Something that I did not have at this point in time last year or the year before or the year before that or the year before that or the year before that. I mean, I can go back a good, I would say, 15 
17 years where I was not where I am right now. I'm not saying that I'm the best. I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm the greatest. I'm not. But I am grateful that I trusted God enough and had enough courage and insight and truth to know that I can make the decision that I've made and move forward in my life. So much peace, man. So much peace. Work, church, and personal life. So much peace. The drama's dead. Thank God. There's always going to be conflict. There's always going to be things that come up and that you got to deal with. But there's a difference between people that create drama and create problems in your life. When you didn't create them, they created them. And complete and total peace in something that comes up that you got to deal with. Car breaks down. Hey, that's something that came up. You got to deal with it. That's not created drama, whether it's social media or or Facebook messages or Facebook uh, messenger or Instagram messages. I am free of all of that. And I thank God that I had the courage to do that. So with that being said, it is 15 minutes past the two o'clock hour. It's 2.15 Central Standard Time. Once again, good afternoon. Welcome to the first phase of the Prophets Picks podcast off-season podcast shows. Phase one is the season review shows. Once again, I will review all 32 NFL team season seasons, how they performed during the season, how they ended up with their record. And that's self-explanatory, especially when I'm talking about the teams at the very bottom. And really quickly, those teams are the Bears, three and 14 at the end of the 2022 NFL season, four and 13 Arizona Cardinals, 313 and 1 Houston Texans. Colts finished 412 and 1. Broncos finished 5 and 12. And those will be the first few shows that I will have going forward. Um, just like last year, I believe only one team finished 6 and 11. This year, only one team finished 6 and 11. That's the Las Vegas Aedas. The Rams finished 5 and 12 as well. Um, and once I'm done with those shows, I automatically go to teams that finish 7 and 10. And from that point forward, I will basically be almost halfway through all of the teams. Believe it or not, there weren't a bunch of teams that were really bad this past year. There weren't a bunch of teams that had a very horrible record this past year. And that says a lot about the NFL and Pete Rozelle's dream of every team being... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Lord, help me, Jesus. Um, Every team being relevant towards the end of the postseason. And again, with the teams that I named and their final regular season record, you have a bunch of teams that finished this past season with the record of 7 and 10 and or 8 and 9. There were a lot of teams that finished with really good records. There are only, once again... When you're talking about teams that had five wins or less or six wins or less, there are only a few teams. Raiders, 6-11 once again. Broncos, once again, 5-12. Rams, 5-12. Arizona Cardinals, 4-13. Um, the Indianapolis Colts, 4-12-1. Houston Texans, that's the sixth team, 3-13-1. Um, and then this 
uh, season review show, 2022 season review of the Chicago Bears. They finished three and 14. So other than that, every other team finished seven and 10 or better. If you get seven wins in the NFL or eight wins and you still make it to the postseason like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did, you had a very competitive division in which teams weren't good all year long, but at some point in time, they found their rhythm, they found their niche, so to speak, and they got the job done, and they were relevant for postseason contention. They weren't eliminated. They were still in the hunt, as they like to say in the NFL, in the hunt. And um, once again, this is the Profits Picks football podcast show. It is now 1.20 p.m. Mountain. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Profits Picks football podcast. It is 12.20 p.m. Pacific. Good afternoon. It is now afternoon, literally and figuratively, across the entirety of this great country of ours in which we live in. And last but certainly not least, Anchorage, Alaska, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Good morning. It is still morning over there on that side of the world that is a part of the United States of America and the Hawaiian Islands. Aloha. Waikiki, Maui, Honolulu, Pearl Harbor Memorial, all of the Hawaiian Islands. Good morning, Hawaiian. Standard time is 10.21 a.m. All right. The Arizona Cardinals will be the next show that I do. I will not do that show today. There's a possibility I will do that show tomorrow. And then push comes to shove. If I don't do any more podcast shows this weekend, I will definitely do one on Monday. The beautiful thing about the offseason, for me, that is, in the NFL, I don't have to rush through the podcast shows. And so you all out there know what those phases are. Again, there are three phases here at the Profits Picks Football Podcast Show during the offseason. The phases are as follows. And those phases are phase one, which is the beginning of this one, 2022 season review, or whatever year that is, whatever season that just ended. We just ended the 2022 NFL season. We crowned the champion. Kansas City Chiefs beat the Eagles last Sunday, February 12, 38-35. Congratulations once again to Patrick Mahomes, Big Red Machine, Andy Reid's and the Kansas City Chiefs as an organization, their fans, and their city. Congratulations. But the first phase, of course, is, once again, season review shows. Second phase is roster review shows. And the third and final phase, which by this point in time in the offseason, it'll be time for me to predict the winner of every single division, as I do every single year. And that is called the division or should I say whatever that year is predictions in whichever division division champion for example 2023 predictions NFC North champion so in that show later on this year I will predict the winner of the NFC North champion but in that show I will also give you how that division will unfold. I will give you the winner of that division, second place winner, which would be the second seed in that division, not necessarily in the NFC, but you get what I'm saying. The winner of the division, 
the second team in that division. And if they're good enough, they will be in the postseason. And then, of course, last but certainly not least, the third string. Um, the third division winner and, of course, the team that finished last. I will give you all of that in each and every uh, division, or should I say 20, 2023 predictions, NFC North champions. So that's just an example of what I will do um, when it comes to the third phase. So once again, three phases, season review, roster review, and the 2023 predictions and uh once again i hope everyone enjoyed the prophets picks football podcast show this entire season and i hope everyone is having a wonderful saturday afternoon um the prophets picks perspectives ladies and gentlemen don't forget about that that's at youtube weekly and i took it upon myself not to do one this week, but I went ahead and I did two this week. So um, I am looking forward to the reviews and the feedback um, for the Prophets Picks Perspective. That is going to be a weekly show in which I give you who I feel, um, or should I say, that's going to be a weekly show in which I talk about... um, one individual or one entity surrounding the NFL. It's not going to be anything outside of the NFL. It's going to automatically intersect with um, the NFL and the NFL period. With that being said, let's talk about the three and 14 Chicago bears, the bears. All right. The Chicago Bears. I'm not going to necessarily go deep into their roster right now. But their season this year, it didn't go as expected. Um, I'm going to start off first with giving you the win-loss record for the teams. I'm going to give you, or should I say not the teams, but the team. In, in this prediction or prediction show, listen to me. In this season review show, um, I'm going to tell you an overall review of the Bears season. I'm going to give you their wins throughout the year. Basically, what I'm saying is I'm going to give you the entire schedule from this past 2022 NFL season. But before I do that. It was Matt Eberflus's first year as an NFL head coach. And we all know he was the former defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts under Frank Wright, right? And we know Frank Wright didn't have a good year this year. He was fired before the year ended. We know that Matt Eberflus didn't have a good year either, but it was his first year as an NFL head coach. Um, the general manager for the Bears is, um, I believe it's Brian Poles, I think it is. And then for the Chicago Bears, the offensive coordinator is Luke Getze. And defensive coordinator is Alan Williams. And 
I believe Alan Williams is a former um, NFL player, if I'm not mistaken. The bottom line is the Bears didn't have a good season. They didn't. They finished the year double digits in losses, and it just was not a pretty year. Um, Ryan Poles, once again, is the general manager. He's the first, beg your pardon, he's the, the new general manager. Um, he's only 36 years of age, and uh, the hire that was made for head coach last year was Mr. Getz, beg your pardon, not Getzy. It was uh, Matt Eberflus. So that's just a little bit of behind the curtain what goes on in Chicago. Um, last week, the Bears did, the Bears organization did purchase land. And they're going to build a new stadium on that land. So I hope Chicago is ready for that. I hope they're prepared for the future because the future's coming, changes are coming for Chicago Bears. Now that you know who the head coach is, who the coordinators are, who the head coach is, the coordinators, who the general manager is, let's talk about this record. Let's talk about the season that was a losing season for a 3 and 14 2022 Chicago Bears. Once again, their win percentage was 0.176. Again, that win percentage was 0.176. The Bears' home record, they only won two games at home. Record of 2-7 and seven at home. And then the Bears only won one game on the road. I'll talk about that in a moment, but we all know that was Monday night against New England. But once again, a road record of 1-7. The two most important records for the Bears last year, they had a fat goose egg in one of those and then 1-11 for their conference. And at the end of the day, in the NFC North, the Bears did not win one single game against division opponents. Their divisional opponents are the Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions, Minnesota Vikings. They didn't win one game against their divisional rivals. And that's where you must win first. Not just at home, but against divisional opponents. Not just on the road, but on the road in your division, you must win. Just ask Patrick Mahomes. He has not lost a single road game in his division since he took over as a starting quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. I believe it was in 2018, and Alex Smith was shipped off to, I believe it was Washington. So, the other record that is... As important as the divisional record is the conference record. The Bears only went 1-11 in the NFC. You have to win in your division and you have to win against teams in your conference. That shapes up the postseason, which record you will have, or should I say which seed you will have, if you're fortunate enough to make it to the postseason. That's why it's so important to win in the the conference, and again, most importantly, in your division. The NFL has crossed over to the AFC conference, or should I say they've had cross-conference games for many, many years now. So yeah, every game is important. It's important for you to win in the AFC. It's important for you to win in the NFC. But when it comes to the postseason, you're not going to face an AFC team, even if they're your rival, again, until that second Sunday 
in February, which is the Super Bowl. And in some cases, it is the first February. But since 9-11, it has mainly been the second Sunday of every February. And that's why every single game in your conference is important. You got to have the better conference record. Okay? You got to have the better division record to win your division. And you got to have an even better conference record to have either a number one or number two seeding. And at the end of the day, the Chicago Bears did not win one game in their division. And they also did not win nothing but one conference game. In 12 NFC games, they only won one in the NFC. Which, quite frankly, is shocking. We know that Justin Fields got hurt during the year. We know that the Bears had issues on both sides of the football, defensively and offensively. But here, here's the bright spots. Chicago Bears franchise and Chicago Bears fans and nation. The shining light, the silver lining is this. Justin Fields is going to be a top-tier quarterback in the NFL. If you haven't heard that already, you're hearing it here first. Why do I believe that? Jalen Hurts broke multiple NFL franchise quarterback records and NFL records, not just Chicago Bears franchise records for the quarterback position, but he broke NFL records. I'm talking about Lamar Jackson, Michael Vick type of records. He broke. And he had strides, or should I say stints, stretches during the season in which he broke records for an NFL quarterback back-to-back weeks, back-to-back games. So you can't take that from Jalen Hurts. Now, I've seen social media, and I've seen it in the media more importantly, more importantly than social media, where should the Bears trade Jalen Hurts for Stroud, the quarterback from Ohio State? When you look at the game between Georgia and Ohio State on New Year's Eve, I can understand that argument. But Justin Justin Fields, from the same university, by the way, University of Ohio State, believe it or not, he is just as much of a dual-threat quarterback as Marcus Stroud is. And hopefully I got his first name right. The point I'm making is, why are you trading away Justin Fields for another Justin Fields in so many words. Now, Justin Fields, that was his first full season as a starter. You know, and he did get hurt and he did miss some games. But the bottom line is this, and I talked about this on yesterday when I had the Prophet's Pitts perspective on Jalen Hurts and the comments negatively made towards him by his own people, by the way. Give these guys some time to develop in the offenses in which they play in. If you are a franchise superstar quarterback, it doesn't matter what type of offense you're in. You're going to be productive in it and you're going to perform and play well in that offense. It doesn't matter what offense it is. And then you have some quarterbacks that... They have to play in a particular offense designed specifically for them. 
but you have superstar quarterbacks in the NFL in which they can play in any type of offense. It doesn't matter what type of offense it is. They are going to perform and they're going to be successful and they're going to perform at a high level. But that just is not the case for every single NFL quarterback out there. And at the end of the day, the question is, which category does Justin Fields falls in? There is a worse category for quarterbacks, by the way, and that category is, and I hate this phrase because every NFL quarterback falls in his face. Game manager. Every NFL quarterback manages the game. But at the end of the day, you have franchise quarterbacks like Tom Brady, like Aaron Rodgers, like Peyton Manning, like Eli Manning. Now let's talk about the quarterbacks that are in this generation, like Lamar Jackson, like Josh Allen, like Joe Burrow, like Patrick Mahomes, like a Jalen Hurst. After this year, I feel like Jalen Hurst has solidified himself as a franchise quarterback. What is a franchise quarterback? He is a quarterback that is going to get you to the postseason and eventually get you to the Super Bowl. Now, there are two specific franchise quarterback categories as well. You can have a franchise quarterback like Matt Schaub, who just takes you to the postseason every year, but never takes you to the Super Bowl. And then you can have a franchise quarterback like an Aaron Rodgers, like a Drew Brees, like a Peyton Manning, that's going to take you to the postseason, take you to the Super Bowl, sometimes lose it, sometimes win it. And at the end of the day, the question is, which franchise quarterback category does Jalen Hurts fall in? Right now, he's the quarterback that's going to get you to the Super Bowl and end up losing. But we got to understand this is a team sport because Patrick Mahomes lost the Super Bowl. But he did not have an offensive line in front of him. He didn't. None of his starters was on the field that fateful Sunday night against the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay, St. Petersburg area where the, Buc the Bucks blew out the Kansas City Chiefs. And if you look at that Kansas City Chiefs team compared to this Kansas City Chiefs team, it was truly a team effort. Why? Kansas City was one of the teams that had the most rookies on their team this year. Not the team with the most rookies, but one of the teams with the most rookies on their team, whether it's offensively or defense. I think they had more rookies on their defense than they did offense. But nevertheless, the Bears fall in that category as well. And getting back to the franchise quarterback, which category will um, Justin Fields fall into? Will he fall into the category of a franchise quarterback getting you to the Super Bowl and eventually winning or getting you to the Super Bowl and losing? Or is he going to fall into that franchise quarterback that gets you to the playoffs every single year or a lot of years, but never advancing? Or is he going to fall into that bottom tier which is just an NFL starter. I'll put it like that because I hate that game manager term. Because again, every quarterback manages the football game. And the Bears as a franchise, I don't think you trade away Justin Fields for Stroud. I don't think you do that. And if I'm not mistaken, the Bears are holding the number one overall pick in this year's NFL draft. And the bottom line is what can Chicago uh, do this year as that number one draft pick? And everything is going to come about really quickly. Trust me. We have the NFL Combine coming up. After the NFL Combine, we got NFL Free Agency and we got NFL Pro Days. 
And before you know it, it's going to be April, late April, the end of April, and we're going to have the 2023 NFL Draft. I'm so excited. I can't wait, especially with my life personally and church-wise where it is right now. Wonderfully peaceful. So I'm super-duper looking forward to my NFL offseason this year, more so than I ever have looked forward to it. For the first time since I was 18 years old, before I met the future Mrs. Force, wow. That's the first time my life is going to be as peaceful as it is in an NFL offseason since 2018. I'm begging your pardon, not 2018, 1998. That's crazy that I think about that. All right. And I keep wanting to say the Cardinals. So if I do say the Cardinals, please forgive me. I mean the Bears. But the Bears started the year with a victory on a wet, soggy soldier field in Chicago, Illinois, 19 to 10 against the San Francisco 49ers of all teams. But we all know the 49ers don't bust out of the gates every single year with an 8-0 record, 90-0 record, 7-0 record like the Philadelphia Eagles did this past year or like other teams in the NFL of yesterday's years. No, they don't. But the Bears started the year off with the win. And that's the number one thing coming out of the final week of preseason NFL head coaches want. They want to come out with a victory. That first win of the season is very important. But the bottom line is, can you get on a roll? Can you be consistent like the Philadelphia Eagles were when they went on the road, won in Detroit, 38-35, to by the way, the same final score that they lost the Super Bowl in. That's very scary. But... The most important thing is getting that first win. After that, the Bears lost to the Packers, their division rival, their most hated division rival. One of the only rivalries in the NFL in which two teams have played 190 times or more for the Bears and the Packers. They're over 200 now. Moving on into that 200 meetings category. But the Bears lost that game 27 to 10. Third game of the season was a win against the Texans. It was the return home for Lubby Smith, who is no longer the head coach of the Houston Texans, by the way. And it was a win 23-20. And I remember predicting that the Texans would, in fact, lose that game. The Bears would win it. And um, actually, did I predict the Bears would win that? Or did I predict the Texans was winning? I was wrong. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Season's over. But nevertheless... The Bears started out the year with a record of 2-1, and one, and a healthy Justin Fields. And then the Bears lost three in a row. They lost to the Giants 20-12, lost to the Vikings 29-22. Division rival Minnesota Vikings, by the way, lost to the Commanders 12-7. That was, if I'm not mistaken, a Thursday night football game. Um, the Bears won on the road against the New England Patriots, Monday night football. And by the way, that win against the San Francisco 49ers was the only NFC conference win for the Bears. And the win on the road against the New England Patriots on Monday Night Football was the only road win of the season for the Chicago Bears. Not only that, that win against the Patriots, it was a third and final win of the year. And why am I giving you the final scores of each and every one of these games? I'm telling you the final scores because... A lot of these games, the Bears didn't lose by many points, but there were some games in which they were just completely and totally blown off the field, regardless of the final score. 
and they beat the Patriots 33 to 14. Just blew the Patriots off the field, off their home field, by the way. Which is why, secretively, the Patriots are looking for a quarterback. Shh. Don't tell anyone I told you that. After that Monday Night Football win, the Bears went on the road, lost in Big D against the Cowboys 49-29 and were blown off the field. They had a shootout with the Dolphins in Chicago, but they lost it 35-32. They lost the game against the Detroit Lions, the first meeting of the season with the Lions, 31-30. And they led that football game, and they led that game big. And they allowed the Detroit Lions to come back and win by one point, 31-30. Just crazy. They had to come from behind in that Dolphins win. They lost to my Falcons in Atlanta 27-24. I thought they would win that football game. They lost to the Jets in East Rutherford, New Jersey, 31-10. Lost to the Packers, got swept by the Packers, 28-19. They lost to the Eagles, 25-20. That was a game in which Jalen Hurts hurt that shoulder. They lost to the Detroit Lions in Detroit. They were blown off the football field by the Detroit Lions, 41-10. But before they lost that game in Detroit, they lost at home to the Buffalo Bills, 35-13. And then they ended the season being swept by the Minnesota Vikings as well, 29-13. How many of these games could have been a win for the Bears? I'll give you that record right now. Let's not forget, they finished 3 and 14, right? Automatically, I'm going to take off the blowouts. They were blown out by the Cowboys 49-29, blown out by the Miami Dolphins 35-32. Blown out by the Detroit Lions 31 to 30. They were blown out by the Jets 31 to 10. They were blown out by the Packers 28-19. The Packers should have beat them by a bigger margin than that. They were blown out by the Buffalo Bills 35-13. They were blown out by the Detroit Lions 41 to 10. And then they were blown out by the Minnesota Vikings 29-13. And quite frankly, the Lions game, the Bills game, the Packers game should have been bigger blowouts than they were. But I'm automatically erasing those games off. Those are eight losses that there was no way the Bears were going to win those football games. They were just blown out. So right there, when you take away those games, they were true blowouts. There were true losses. They weren't close losses. That's eight losses right there. With that being said, the Chicago Bears had a year in which they could have went nine and eight. Now, actually, eight and nine because I missed the loss in which they were blown out against the Packers 27 to 10. So they were blown out twice by the Packers. So that's nine losses in which they were blown out. There weren't many games in which they were close from beginning to the end. That's what a close game is. Or they were within striking distance from the first quarter to the fourth quarter, and they lost it in a close one in the fourth quarter. There weren't a bunch of those games. So when you think about it that way, when you look at it that way from that perspective, speaking of the Prophet Speaks perspective, there you have a situation in which the Bears could have finished the year eight and nine. Eight and nine. That's what we're looking at. And with all of that being said, what happened? What happened? Because the Green Bay Packers finished 8-9. Why could the Bears not finish 8-9? I'll tell you why. They gave up 
463 points. And at the end of the game, the NFL is a sport that is just like any other sport. You got to have more points than your opponent at the end of the game. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm looking here at points allowed. The Bears gave up the most points in all of the NFL last year. They gave up 463 points last year. 463 points. In all honesty, I don't know where their defense stands. I don't know where they are defensively this past year when it comes to um, points. Um, a, a big important uh, sacks, tackles for losses, all of those crazy stats. There are so many stats in the NFL year in and year out that would absolutely blow your mind that you would not believe. You would be like, wait a minute, that's a stat? Really? Yeah, that's a stat. Their defense was not good, man. Was not good at all. And in all honesty, their offense wasn't that much better. Their offense, on average, 19.2 points per game. So the Bears, they got a lot of work to do. They have a lot of work to do, and they have got to get better on both sides of the football. This has been the Prophets Picks Football Podcast, offseason phase one, or phase one of the offseason, NFL season review shows, the first team to review their 2022 season. The Bears, in 2022, the Bears finished 3-14, and... Stay tuned here at the Proper Speaks Football Podcast show all offseason long because once again, there are three phases, season reviews, roster reviews, and the 2023 prediction division champions. Everybody stay safe out there. This has been the Proper Speaks Football Podcast, phase one of the offseason season review shows, 2022 season review shows, 2022, three and 14 Chicago Bears. Enjoy your Saturday and enjoy the rest of your weekend. God knows I am one.